The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one Lund and low dealer in the Midwest, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester at 31st and Wolf Road. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 11 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. Go to info at gpitaliano.com, diamondghostcharters.com for the true salmon experience on Lake Michigan. Rend Lake Area Tourism at rendlake.com. A little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. And by Daiwa, fishing reels, rods, and baits made of the highest quality and priced for everyone. Follow me and find contentment. Follow me to rippling streams. Find a world that embraces free open spaces. Hello everyone, this is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Hey everybody, welcome to Chauncey's Great Outdoors and following me into the great outdoors. I, you know... Because you're following me into the great outdoors, for 25 years we've been on ESPN Radio bringing the great outdoors into your car, your home, your kitchen, wherever. You know, the deer blind, the boat that you're fishing in, or your restaurant you're having breakfast in at this time of the day. But, I mean, really, you are bringing our program to the many. And that's over 38 states that Chauncey's Great Outdoors uh, can be heard everywhere east of the Mississippi River. Before we get into talking about today's show, uh, it's a couple of interesting things have been going on. I mean, first of all, that hot band we had, whoo, baby, that wasn't hot. That was hot, 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 hot. Almost sounds like a song. I can't remember the name of the song, but hot, hot, hot. <laughs> you know that one. Uh, so, But it was really, it was brutal out there for a lot of anglers and a lot of people who were out there just trying to be part of the great outdoors, and we had to be careful. We really Really had to be careful, so nobody got a little overheated. There's some of the action that we're seeing out there, uh, they're still catching fish in many different areas. Uh, we're seeing them on the forest preserves, but we'll talk about that later in the program. And other places, Captain Tony's going to be coming on in a little bit to talk to us about what's happening in the great out of doors, because, you know, that's Captain Tony. But let's talk about a few things that are going on uh, before we get into the what's today's show. Uh, the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources is having a Learn to Hunt workshop going across the state of Wisconsin this fall to help hunters become safer and more independent and ethical hunters, as they say. But it's a really cool, it's a refresher course or for your new hunter that you don't, you know, to learn more. <clears throat> Even if you're experienced, you're going to learn something. Trust me, you will learn. You need to go on to the dnrwisconsin.gov website to get more information. Just type in hunter education classes and you'll find it. But their classes uh, also go cover shotgunning, archery, pheasant, squirrel, deer hunting, grouse, and rabbit hunting, and hands-on deer butchering. Ah, yeah, we're there. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a great program. Uh, then also, if there's anglers that are interested in uh, harvesting a lake sturgeon, you better have your general 2023 fishing license and a valid hook and line lake sturgeon tag. Like an old Marx Brothers line, sturgeon, that's a doctor, he cut you open. But no, these are lake sturgeons. And uh, licenses and tags can be bought online through their Go Wild program or licensed vendors uh, throughout the state of Wisconsin. Please remember that. Please remember that. Uh, September 1st in Illinois is the opening of dove season, and we'll be talking with uh, somebody else on the program about that. And you know what? Let's talk about who's coming on today's show, as a matter of fact. Uh, first of all, Captain Tony's going to be coming on to talk about Lake Michigan. And even though it was hot, the fish were jumping in his boat. Yep, they he did very well. Uh, even, uh, you know, with the high water waves we had on Friday, he was still popping fish into that boat. Uh, can't go wrong with that. Steve Edinger from the Illinois Conservation Foundation is going to talk about three different programs that you're available to grade school and high schools where they'll pay for the costs of transportation and even teachers' time to take the kids out to some of these events. And we're going to learn a whole lot more. So if you're not a teacher but you're a parent, grandparent, a foster parent, a, you know, guardian, you need to get this information to the schools where your kids are going to because it'll get them outdoors and maybe do some programs at the school too. I love this with the Conservation Foundation. Make sure you listen and have a piece of paper when you're going through it all. Then I mentioned September 1st is opening day of dove season, and my man, Jim Crowley, is going to be on to talk to us about how to improve your harvest catches. Jim's a wing shooter instructor, and when it comes to dove, he'll give you tips on decoys, shells, shot size, and more. And then, of course, we're going to have our aid and fishing report. Uh, from uh, Western Michigan, my grandson. And this is all for you on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Now let's hear from Captain Tony on the big pond, catching some big fish, I hope. Tony, where are you, buddy? I'm sitting on the dock of the bay. bay. We're like <laughs> my time float away. <laughs> catching some hog lake trout, Chauncey. That's what we're doing here. We big. had some real hot weather come in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh kind of warmed up everything up the fish are coming up nice and warm so it'll bring a lot of ice when you go fishing guys yeah <laughs> <It's> uh, <pretty cooked. laughs> exactly did the uh, did the heat put a problem on fishing on lake michigan yeah a little bit it kind of scattered the kings you know they're not as easy to come by right now uh you know earlier before that we had a little cold uh, north push kind of pushed them out of our area once in a while you'll see one or two uh, but they're not in the high numbers that we normally see. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the lake trout decided to come and say hello to us, and we've been pounding on the lake trout. And let me tell you, you need a getting a lake trout up. They there's a fight with them too. And I mean, they'll shake. Their, they're like uh, I, I used to say, it's like holding on to a freight train engine. They, they just bump, boom, 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 boom. You know? Oh yeah, and then when they hit the surface, they all oh, they really fight really hard. You know. Yeah. And you know what? They taste good if you. Put them in a frying pan and blacken them with a lot of butter. Or if you smoke them up Cajun style, they're delicious. They're delicious. Well, that sounds good, Tony. Hey, uh, are you? We should. We're getting into close to September. We start getting, um, you know, kings and stuff are staging a little closer to shore. You know, some shore fishermen are picking up a couple here and there. But I mean, are they starting to change colors a little bit? Oh yeah, they're really dark. I noticed that last week and the week before, they were really getting dark. Uh, 
Yeah, they're, the mature ones are definitely dark. Uh, we're actually, we are seeing some two-year-olds and some three-year-olds that are still in the silver category, as mm-hmm. you call it. And, uh, yeah, they are changing, waiting to stage to come into the harbors. How deep have you been running right now? Uh, I've been dumping in at about 120 and, you know, going out to 160, uh, looking for my fish. Yeah, nothing happening there. I'll go out and keep going to 190 to two and a quarter coming back in you know you find fish you get bites you know mark it on your plotter so you know where you got the bites double back through it you know if it's if you're in the same spot you know if there's bait to hold sometimes you see it sometimes you don't mm-hmm. but uh they've been pretty full with alewives lately no are they full of alewives yeah yeah it's a big alewives yeah i was mm-hmm. pulling them out uh the other day and i'm you know and they're pretty big yeah. Hey, uh, I know uh, we've got another basically a month and a half to go. Uh, I mean, you got some weekends open yet? Yeah, I have a few weekends and uh, a bunch of weekday mornings available mm-hmm. uh, in September. And I do have the first, I think the first two Saturdays and Sundays available in October right now. Okay, cool. And the other thing, too, is, you know, if t- Tony, trust me, I know he likes to go out early, early in the morning, and if you get out there, you're, you, a lot of times you're back and done by 11 o'clock in the morning, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, it's, it is what it is. When they're fighting, they're fighting. you got to take advantage of it. Exactly. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, what do they dial? Uh, call me on my cell at area code 847 366 If I don't answer, I'm probably netting a fish. <laughs> and what are we all yelling, Diamond Ghost Charters? Fish on. <laughs> hey, good fishing, everybody. Be safe out there. All right, take care, Tony. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. For only fourteen ninety five. Big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Know that Midwest Outdoors Magazine includes a state section for where you live. Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For only $14.95, you get big issues of the best of the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, 
family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847-838-2037. That's 847-838-2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. They're new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. Nature is calling. No, 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 not that way. Fishing, hunting, hiking, you know, nature. Chauncey's Great Outdoors, Saturday mornings from 6 to 7 and available on demand on the ESPN Chicago app. This segment is brought to you by Diamond Ghost Charters. Give them a call at 847-838-2037 and get ready to yell, fish on! Call the office, tell them I'm sick, got some serious business on You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Got steelhead running, honey, don't hold in it tonight. But Ellen and them ain't heading upstream, I packed up my waders, it's a fisherman's dream, got steelhead running. Get steel head running. Get steel head running, honey. Don't hold in Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And I'm going to call this the educational portion of the Great Outdoors because we're talking with Steve Edinger from the Illinois Conservation Foundation. You know, that's one of my favorite organizations. We should all support it every way we can, volunteering, helping, and writing out a check. Because they do really cool things. Steve, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, Chelsea. Buddy, you know, people don't realize all the stuff that you guys do with the Conservation Foundation and helping the DNR. And you have three really cool programs that you, you have, is what's the right word? Work on? Is it? <laughs> yeah, we, we help, we financially support these programs and we help. Um, teachers get kids out and learning about conservation, basically. Mm-hmm. Now, some of them, one is called the Biodiversity Field Trip Grants, right? That's correct. Biodiversity Field Trip Grants, um, that is a program where teachers can apply to us for costs associated with taking the kids to a biodiversity site. And that can mean a lot of different things. You know, here at Springfield, we've got the Illinois State Museum. That's included. You know, any DNR side, forest preserves, our own Torsons and Youth Education Center, all of those would be considered biodiversity sites. And what they can apply for us for is up to $1,000 to help cover transportation costs, which usually, you know, that's way more than what they really need, even if you're taking a couple of buses. And then 
up to $500 per teacher that's going on the field trip. Mm. So if you have two teachers going, you could get $1,000. If you have three teachers going, you could get $1,500. And that's in addition to the $1,000 for transportation. So we, we'll, we'll provide that for to get the kids outside, get them learning about conservation at any one of these sites. Uh, it's a great program. We're happy to be able to continue to fund it. We've funded uh, over a million dollars into this program over the years. We've, we've had over 100,000 kids go on field trips through this program. And you could take, uh, you know, would a field trip like this being going to like a, a nature center, taking the kids to a nature center to have somebody talk to them about all the outdoor stuff? Yep, absolutely. That's exactly what we want. So this this works whether you live in a uh, a rural community and you're going someplace, or you live in a metropolitan community and there's nature centers like Cook County Forest Preserve has uh, great nature centers. So does uh, Will and DuPage and McHenry County. Uh, I mean, you could take the kids, and it's not coming out of the school's budget. You're helping them enjoy the great outdoors. That's right. The teacher just fills out an application, tells us what they want to do. You know where they want to go. Um, estimate the cost for the transportation. We'll even cover the cost for substitute teachers to attend. That's part of the five hundred dollars per teacher that goes into that. That can cover, you know, um, substitute teachers cover entrance fees if there are any uh, to one of these sites. You know, obviously our state parks and mm-hmm. other sites like that. Are, there's no entrance fee, um, but if there is, that can be used to help cover that. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll cover almost almost all of the costs associated with it. It's a great program. We're we're very happy to continue to support it. Yeah, one of the cool programs that I know they do in Cook County Forest Preserves, the Fisheries Division will meet. Uh, I mean, it's not just grade school kids; they'll, they'll they'll meet high school kids out at a lake, and they have all the gear, and they'll sane, and they'll do all kinds of you know aquatic uh, surveying, you know, along the shoreline, and then let the kids look at stuff and microscopes and stuff like this. So it's just a, it's a great way for them to uh, get, you know, to help get them out and not going against the school's budget. Right. The school wouldn't really have to pay for anything. And we, we will fund them for anywhere from kindergarten through 12th grade. So like you said, all the way through high school. Mm -hmm. And then we also help cover funding for homeschool as well. Yeah. You know what the cool part about that one with the Forest Preserve? Because I do a lot with those guys. They've told me that they've met five, I think it was, four or five high school kids over the years that are now have gone to college and have jobs with fisheries or whatever they got into, uh, you know, with whatever DNR across the country. I think that's fantastic. That's a, that's a super way to, to put money where it belongs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, the, the deadline for that program to apply for that program isn't until January 31st. Mm-hmm. And then you have all the way, once once you make your application by January 31st, you have until December 31st of 2024 to actually take the trip. Mm. So you could apply for something coming up this spring, or you could apply for something in the fall semester, you know, at the, the end of next year. Cool. The other program that I love what you guys do is this Schoolyard Habitat Grants. Oh. This is like me. I wish. Can I get one for my backyard? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. No. Okay. <laughs> nice try. Okay. Uh, what is this program? So this program essentially provides funding for a school to build some sort of habitat on their school grounds. And the idea is that we emphasize student and youth involvement with the planning, development, and maintenance of the habitat 
so that they increase their educational understanding of how these habitats operate, what is the benefit of having these. You know, the most common uh, type of habitat we see built is a pollinator garden, and it's great for the kids to be involved in the planting, the planting, and then seeing, you know, the following year when all the pollinators, you know, the bees, the monarchs, the hummingbirds come in, and they can really see the effect that that's having. And uh, another option is, you know, habitats can include uh, enhancing, establishing, or maintaining like a schoolyard prairie plot, a butterfly garden, a rain garden, a wetland, a uh, native tree arboretum, nesting platform. I mean, there's, there's a lot of options here. So, you know, the pollinator gardens you especially see in kind of elementary schools. But again, this is a K-12 through program, so it can be a little bit more complex. And this year, uh, the amount of money that can be awarded for a project has actually doubled. We used to do limit to $1,000. Now you can get up to $2,000 to help fund this habitat on the school grounds. Really? Up to two grand now? $2,000, yep. And, you know, some of the things that I I love about that program is I have been to uh, grade schools where someone has said to me, oh, you've, you've got to see you know, our habitat and they're, they're exceptionally proud of it. And whether it's a butterfly habitat or, you know, something else, whatever that they've, you know, agreed to do. And the kids really see this because I, any school, you know, there's a, there's going to be a little bit of open area in front of the school. Maybe you got a backyard court that you can use some, uh, a, a small portion of it, uh, you know, that's got some dirt where you can plant these plants and do some things like that and just watch what comes around and you know the kids get into it because they'll come by and say hey did you see i, I saw someone so we saw the uh, a tiger you know a butterfly we saw a monarch come through we saw this bird we saw that bird and it's just it's it spurs that interest because it's something they touched that has drawn them to look at it and be part of it yeah and teachers you know they tend to build this into their curriculum where they talk about you know the monarch butterfly and its migration patterns and, you know, how important bees are to the environment. They incorporate all that leading up to this project. And then, you know, they build this habitat and then they get to see the monarchs and the bees come in and it's pretty awesome. And as part of increasing the funding for this program this year, you know, we've also included some things that are eligible for costs, such as um, simple gardening tools. Um, In the past, that wasn't really allowed, but we found that, you know, Obviously, you need some of that to build some of these mm-hmm. things, especially for the kids, you know, small little gloves or little little trowels or something like that for the kids to be able to do some of the planting themselves. And um, so you can spend up to 25% of the total project cost on those kind of things now, too. And when is the cutoff date for this one? Application deadline for schoolyard habitat is earlier than the biodiversity trip, so it is November 30th. So November 30th, November 30th, of, this 30th of this year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is the that's the cutoff date for the application? Um, they can go on to the Illinois DNR website. Um, you just type in Illinois Schoolyard Habitat Action Grant Program into Google, and it'll the first link will take you straight there. Now, see, it, these are two great programs for you know the, the parents or the guardians of, of, the, of the kids here in Illinois, where they can you know contact the school and say, hey, listen. Did you know that you got this program out there that, you know, will give you money through grants to do different programs with the science teacher or, or whoever to, to enjoy the get the kids more interested 
Because I, I'm honest to God, you know, I always say to somebody, you know, I can't get a kid to eat vegetables. Teach the kid to grow the vegetable, they'll eat it. <laughs> you know, teach the kid the outdoors, they enjoy it. It's that simple. And this is where the ICF, Illinois Conservation Foundation, really steps. I mean, there's many other things you guys do. and But the, this is where you're putting your money into the, um, you're putting the money into the hearts and minds of the kids and they don't know it for them to enjoy the outdoors later on in life. You really are. Yeah. And I, you know, we'd be, I'd be remiss not to mention, you know, we're, we're very lucky to have uh, the support of our donors to be able to do things like this. And this program, especially uh, being funded by the Daniel F and Ada L Rice foundation. They've been the main benefactor of this program mm -hmm. and we'd like to thank them publicly and, you know, that they're making all of this possible through us. And we work with the staff at the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. They're the ones who actually accept the grant applications and go through everything. And, and I can tell you, you know, we want people to do this. So when you apply for a grant, you know, a lot of people think this is going to be a competitive process and, you know, they're going to nitpick it to death and whatever. The idea behind the judging of these grant applications is that we want these things to happen. Mm -hmm. So we typically will try to work with, with the applicants to make sure that we get this done for them. So it's, it's a great program. We're proud to be able to support, mm -hmm. and uh, we'd love if we had more applications for it this year. Yeah. And was there a third program? The other program is something that we help um, to an extent, mm -hmm. uh, but the education division here at DNR does manage also and was recently added a few years ago, the Historic Sites Field Trip Grant. For those who don't know, the Illinois Historic Preservation Agency was combined into the Illinois Department of Natural Resources a few years ago. And as part of that, we now operate historic sites as well. And the way that program works is similar to the Biodiversity Field Trip Grant Program. The maximum amount of funding you can get to visit one of the historic sites is $500. That should cover your transportation fees. These sites are all state-operated, and therefore there is no cost to get in. So if the $500 covers your bus fees, you should be pretty well good to go. And there are specific sites listed on the DNR website that are eligible for this. So if a teacher out there is interested in going to one of the historic sites, I recommend you check out the website for the Illinois Historic Sites Field Trip Grant Program. Again, if you type that into Google, it'll be the first link that comes up. Mm -hmm. And there's a list right there. And the, the application process for that one is actually a little easier than the others. That This one is completely online. So you can fill out the entire application online, go in, request up to $500 for transportation, mm -hmm. and then take your kids to, you know, maybe you want to go to Pullman in Chicago, or maybe you're down in Springfield, you want to go to Lincoln, New Salem, you know, maybe you want to go to the Dana Thomas house. Maybe you're near Cahokia. You can go there and visit the courthouse. So they're kind of all around the state. And so no matter where you are in the state, I would recommend just going to take a look at the list and seeing what, what might interest you. Well, that sounds cool. So this is three programs of many that the Illinois Conservation Foundation helps with or, or monitors or is actually servicing. And, you know, you can get all this information by going to, I guess it's the IL conservation.org site yep that's our website and just click on the uh, the different spots that you're interested in events programs and, and find these things and and you know what guys and ladies teachers are busier than okay that's a technical term uh, 
<laughs> teachers are so busy. I mean, I was married to, I still am married to a teacher, and uh, but she's retired now. But she works so many hours that not in school that they don't see a lot of these things or know about these things. So don't be afraid to say, hey, listen, here's a great program. Why don't you take a look at it? And, you know, give them a little bit of an idea. Make some printouts off the computer and send it to school with the kid with a note on it for the teacher so she can see it because this is how we're going to get more kids into the great outdoors with the help of the Illinois Conservation Foundation. Really? Yep, and, you know, we also, you mentioned earlier about how some of these kids have gone on to work careers in, you know, either Illinois or other states. We also, our foundation also offers a scholarship program for high school seniors. So every year we give out four or five uh, college scholarships for high school students who have shown dedication and leadership in conservation throughout their life. Mm -hmm. And so um, we actually just awarded those a couple of months ago. The deadline for next year, I think it's usually around March 1st, Mm. is when we set the deadline to receive applications. So if there's anyone who's entering their their senior year of high school this year, Mm -hmm. keep that in mind. And again, you can follow our website, you can follow us on social media. We make sure and announce all these things ahead of time so that people won't miss the application deadlines. But that's another way in which we're just trying to help build the next generation of conservationists in the state. Cool. That's so cool. And once again, school's just starting all over the state of Illinois. So let's help the teachers help our kids enjoy the great outdoors. I think it's a great idea. Steve, if somebody wants to get, can call for information, is there a number they can call? Yep, 217-785-2003 is our main office line here. Mm-hmm. Cool. So now you know how to get all of them online, on the phone, learn about the programs, and help the teachers Take a little bit of uh, you know pride in saying, hey, you know, this would be a great idea to get the kids outdoors in a classroom. <sighs> Nothing wrong with that. Steve, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me once again. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, He's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Waterworks Marine has the full line of 2023 Lund and Low boats powered by a Mercury outboard at a price you can afford, but don't wait, they're going fast. Waterworks Marine has Lund and Low fishing boats powered by a Mercury outboard at prices no other dealer across the country can match. If you want a quality pontoon boat powered by a Mercury outboard, they have that for you. Maybe you want a fiberglass fishing boat? Waterworks Marine has that Lund Fiberglass Pro-V GL Fiberglass fishing boat just waiting for you to take out on the water. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com or stop by there at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills and tell them, hey, Chauncey sent me. Chauncey here. A couple of weeks ago, I was really fortunate and held the new Tatula MQLT line of spinning reels that was just released by Daiwa with new features like a one-piece monocoat frame, an air drive shaft so you don't feel any friction when you reel, and to that and more, the Tatula MQLT line of reels has a gear ratio 
from either like 5.8 to 6.2. So you can fish it as slow as you want, or you can fish it as fast as you want. Stop in at your favorite tackle shop that carries the full line of Daiwa and hold that Tatula MQLT reel. Trust me, you won't leave the store without one. Hello everyone, Chauncey here, and I highly recommend the newest Italian family restaurant in the western suburbs is now open to rave reviews. It's called GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. This is a true family restaurant with a menu of the freshest ingredients with attention to detail and creativity. GP Italiano invites you to join them for dinner out with your friends or even that special person. Or how about dinner with your family with special pricing just for kids for homemade pastas and pizza for only $8. You can't go wrong with that. You'll come back twice a week because the kids will want to come back. But with an appetizer, salad, homemade pastas, entrees, artisan, wood-fired pizzas, and more, oh, it is so good. Make your next dinner reservation or pick up to go at GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. Give them a call at 708-325-4590 and tell them Chauncey sent you. If you want to stay in the know on the latest outdoor news and information, go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors and like us and become one of the sportsmen in the know with Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information on advertising and sponsorships, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. That's chaunceymedia at aol.com. <laughs> This segment is being brought to you by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, where every boat sold is a fun certified boat. Swim, said the mama fishy, swim if you can. And they swam, and they swam right over the dam. Uh, this is Johnny Bench, and you're listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and you know what's happening around, I mean, like right around the corner, it's the opening of dove season. That's right, them little delectable delights of gray that fly at Mach 9 <laughs> and, <laughs> and frustrate us all to no level. Well, the man who can iron out all of our shooting problems and talk to us about doves is a good fisherman, but we're going to talk hunting. Mr. Jim Crowley, how are you? Well, uh, great, great. Just got just got back from actually a good fishing trip, but I can see why you're excited about dove season. It is a, I, as far as I'm concerned, it should be a national holiday, the opening day. I love it. Oh, my God. And, and doves, they're these little, they're pretty birds. They're gray. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the banded doves have a little thing around their, little band around their neck color, right? Right, right. Those are Eurasian. Eurasian. Those are they're a little bit bigger ones. Yep. Yeah, a little bit bigger. And all I can say is, they are the most for a shooter. Mm-hmm. They are the most humbling 
of birds to try to harvest. They really can be. I think the only other, I shouldn't say the only other, I mean, there's plenty of challenging targets, but a wood duck would be a really challenging target for me, but, but a dove can be, and that's what we want to talk about because there, there are a couple, there are several things you can do to mm-hmm. improve your shooting um, on doves. It's everything from a, a couple things we can talk about, decoy setup, what I used to or what I do occasionally mm-hmm. when I hunt for doves, everything to realizing looking at doves like a target instead of instead of a bird, if, if that makes sense. Mm. Because the same, the same principles in shooting doves is exactly the same in clay target shooting. I'm not talking trap. I'm talking skeet shooting is absolutely, without question, the best practice you can do for dove, dove shooting, in my opinion. I think it's also true with duck hunting. Uh, but, yeah, there are, there are, there are pl- plenty of stuff we can talk about that can easily improve people shooting. Okay. Uh- First of all, you can shoot doves with, you know, 4, 10, 20, 20, 12 gauge, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, the preferred shot, well, if you're shooting on a state area, you have to be uh, non-toxic. So you're shooting right. uh, steel. Steel. Okay. And then um, the uh, if you're shooting private land, you're able to use lead. Right. And wh- what are your preferred shot sizes i mean uh sixes is kind of like a general all utility one do you go to small do you go to sevens or what so i go i use the exact same shot that i use when i am shooting um clays it's a one ounce load and it's usually seven point seven and a half to eight mm. so i don't change i don't change anything the only thing that i usually choose most of the time when i'm shooting clay targets it's ic to modified Usually with dove, it's going to be, if I'm going to take two shots, it's going to be skeet, which is a more open choke. Mm-hmm. And then I see for my farther choke. I want that I want that shot strength spreading out, getting a little bit wider. Um, and that's, I, I like the bigger pellets sometimes in the 7.5s. The 7.5 or 8s will be fine. It only takes about one pellet hmm. to, to kill a dove. So if I can spread out that, if I can spread out that target or make that, that circle wider in my shot stream, mm-hmm. then that's why I'm going to use a little bit more open show because most of my shots should be within 25 yards, sometimes right. 30. Right, and and you want a wider pattern. You don't want a, uh, anything beyond modified. Uh, yeah, I no, because you all you'll see is it'll be like you hit a down pillow. Yeah, you know, you, <laughs> you want to open up that you want to open up that choke. It doesn't. <sighs> It's just like guys shooting three-and-a-half-inch shells for geese. You don't need it. It's exactly the same payload. Mm-hmm. Three-inch shells will do it. Two-and-three-quarters to a three-inch shell, one-ounce load, is mm-hmm. more than enough to shoot a dog. Yeah. The, um, one of the things that I, I saw, and a lot of times you're in a field where you're sitting there uh, all lined up, and uh, mm-hmm. everybody's spaced X number of feet apart, and that double come flying down that line, and you'll hear boom, 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 boom. And they miss. And they miss every one of them. <laughs> and, and the biggest thing that I can tell you as, as, as a shot instructor for, I used to be, I was a certified shot instructor for the state of Illinois. The biggest reason that, one of the, one of the biggest reasons that people miss that is there's two reasons. One, they look directly at the whole bird. And mm-hmm. by the time your reaction is, there's a couple things. 
One, the front bead on a shotgun is absolutely useless. I never use a bead. You don't want to look at the bead. You want to look at the target. Mm. And so with a shotgun, now a bead is fine on a pistol or a rifle because you're shooting at a stationary target, so you need to line it up. A bead on a shotgun is useless. You need to you think about yourself with a shotgun as a quarterback throwing to a receiver. Mm-hmm. You don't want to sh- you don't want to throw the ball where the receiver is. You want to throw it to where he's going to be. And it's the same with a shotgun. In most cases, unless the bird is coming straight at you, you're not going to hit it with the shot stream. If it's a crossing shot, the bird is going to run into your shot stream because it's elongated. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if I'm, if I'm within 25 yards, I'm not looking at the dove. I'm looking at the head of the dove, okay? That is where, because my shotgun will shoot exactly where I'm looking. So if it's within 25 yards, what my best estimation is that I am going to look just ahead of the bird on the bill, so to speak, pull the trigger and keep the gun mm-hmm. moving. It's a crossing shot. I'm throwing the, I'm throwing the football to the receiver. Yeah. If, it, if it is 35 yards or farther, maybe I'm going to pull that gun six inches or a foot in front, basically a bird's length lead in front of it, pull the trigger and keep the gun moving. Again, I'm making a longer pass to a crossing target. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the more you look directly at the bird, yeah. the more you're going to shoot behind it. Right. And it's the same thing with clays, sporting clays. Right. Right. You know, if you're looking at, and a couple of weeks ago I was in a tournament uh, that I was shooting sporting clays at, and my first stand I was had my left eye closed and my right eye open and because of, you know, little eye thing I got. Uh, yeah, cross-eye, cross-eye dominance. Yeah, I, yeah I, I couldn't see the clay pigeon. But right. when I opened both eyes, oh, there you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. like, boom, 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 boom. And my numbers jumped. They just jumped. Which is like about 85 or nine, probably 80% of women shooters are cross-eye dominant. So most of them have to put like a, like a patch over their lens or smear the one lens to, you're basically tricking your brain to focus out the correct eye that's over the barrel. Mm-hmm. And you can tell if you're cross-eyed dominant. One reason is because if your head is leaning over the barrel, mm-hmm. you're, you're probably cross-eyed dominant. Your, your, your head needs to be straight on, yeah. straight on the barrel. Yeah. Another yeah. trick to tell you, too, is incoming doves, again, don't shoot at dove. I learned this from an old duck hunter years ago. When they're dropping and coming in, shoot below them. In other words, picture them with feet and shoot at their feet. Mm. If you shoot just below that, again, they'll run into the shot stream. If you shoot at the dove, you'll shoot right over the top of them. And when we say cross-eyed, just so you know, we're talking about when you hold a shotgun to your shoulder, to your right shoulder, you've got your head laid across the back of the the gun, so you're looking with your left eye. Mm -hmm. That's what cross-eyed. We're not talking (laughs) cross-eyed. Right now, how do you do? What do you do with your your? Uh, you said decoys. Okay, yeah. So there's a couple there's a couple things that that I do. I I, I do love motion decoys in most cases, mm-hmm. and unless it's later in the season. But um, I really do like. I, I try to sit with, if I can, when I'm hunting with my back to the sun. That way, they're flying into the sun. That's obviously your perfect duck hunting position too, when you can do it that way. Um, and I like the spinning wing decoys for attention, but I don't put them close to me. I put them off to one side or the other or farther out. I want the dove concentrating on the movement 
of the decoy more so than I do me. Mm-hmm. And you'll have a lot of doves settling in that way when they do that. The other thing is what I what I used to do. I haven't. I've, I've used mostly dove decoys now. But what I've done in the past, when I know there's pigeons around, is I will mix in full body pigeon decoys mm-hmm. with the doves, and that looks a lot more natural. Mm-hmm. To them, I've, I've, and pigeons, by the way, are just a bigger version of a dove. They taste just fine with pepperoncini peppers wrapped in maple bacon. They're wonderful. <laughs> just telling you. Just, just telling you. And, and, and they fall great when you whack one at about 40 yards. It's, yeah. it's a great shot. Yeah. Um, but, but I will mix in or some pigeon silhouettes mm-hmm. and put them maybe off to the side. And the doves, and I always like to, I, I like the doves a lot in a feeding down position a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot, just tilt the decoys a little bit so their head is pointed more toward the ground to make it look like they're feeding mm-hmm. on something. Um, but yeah, it, that's one of the one of the best decoy tricks I learned a long time ago is learning where to set your spinning wing decoys and mixing some pigeon uh, full body decoys or silhouettes in with them because it can really, it can really, really attract them. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool, or at least add to it. And when we say fast shooting, and when let's say you go out there with you know, 50 shells. <laughs> I'd go out with 100. Uh, let's say you got there with 50 shells. <laughs> and if you get, you know, five birds, you should feel yourself pretty accomplished. Because <laughs> it, 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 frust- it can be frustrating. The best I ever did, as I remember, was my limit of, was my limit of 15 doves with 22 shells. Oh, wow. Yeah, but that see, you, you're, you're the man. You you do you teach shooting and all that stuff, you know? Well, I don't. That was I was younger too, and you're I was a little bit younger too, and my my eyesight was probably a little bit better <laughs> better back then. But that that was a fun day. But usually, I would say yeah. if, if if you shoot sporting clays at all, yeah. one to three shells, you yeah. know, per dove. But you know what? Dove hunting isn't always about how many doves you shoot. People like going out in the camaraderie and just shooting, like mm-hmm. and they hear the gun go bang. And then making fun mm-hmm. of their buddies when they miss it. That's why dove hunting is so yeah. much fun. One, it's a great bird to eat, and two, it is really, really challenging. It's it's fun. Yeah. Something I would uh, like to tell everybody: have a small cooler with yes. you. Yes, because excellent. You know, we're hunting them in September. You know, come on, you could be seventy, eighty, ninety degrees out there in the field. And, you know, you harvest the bird, take that bird, if you can open it up so it'll cool down, and then throw it in the cooler. The cooler has ice in it. And mm-hmm. you want to drop that temperature of the bird, and that's going to make the table fare oh, so much better. W- wonderful, wonderful point. What I would do, too, is when I brought the cooler with me, I'd bring a couple of the one-gallon Ziploc bags with me. Mm-hmm. And you made a great point. Open up that bird. And then what I would do, I'd just open up the bird and then stick it in in the Ziploc bag, and two Ziploc bags will hold your 15 birds. Mm. And then you get home, you don't have a mess, you can clean them right there, and you're 100% correct. It makes the table fare a lot. Oh. It, it just makes it really, really good. Cool. Well, Jim, I want to thank you for coming. I know we're not talking fishing, and you just got back from lacrosse, and it's going to be on your show a couple of weeks, yep. uh, the fishing thing. And uh, But I just needed to talk to somebody about dove hunting, because, man, it's right around the corner. And, and it's so much fun. Oh, it's gosh. So much fun. It it really is. You laugh. Get yourself a comfortable seat to put your little posterior on, and just wait for them guys to go. And if you and if you need to be humble, dove dove hunting is an excellent way to do so. (laughs) 
Yes. You walk back to the truck going, okay, I got to look at everybody. And <laughs> then every pick up golf. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody at the truck has got the same number of you do, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Well, Jim, once again, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, you bet, my friend. Always great to talk to you. God bless you and all your listeners and everybody. Have a safe and enjoyable dub. And, and if we want to catch the, the show on the net, what do we go to? Oh, easy. You can go to Wired to Fish TV, which uh, a couple of ones up by you are going to be Plex, mm-hmm. uh, Sports Tribal, and Fubo. So you can catch Jim Crowley Outdoors every day at 4 p.m., Monday through Friday. And we also have a new updated YouTube page. So you can see Season 1 and Season 2 at your leisure at Jim Crowley Outdoors on cool. YouTube. Sounds good, my friend. Okay, well, thank you, sir. All right, take care. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks Marine has the full line of 2023 Lund and Low boats powered by a Mercury outboard at a price you can afford, but don't wait. They're going fast. Waterworks Marine has Lund and Low fishing boats powered by a Mercury outboard at prices no other dealer across the country can match. If you want a quality pontoon boat powered by a Mercury outboard, they have that for you. Maybe you want a fiberglass fishing boat? Waterworks Marine has that Lund Fiberglass Pro-V GL Fiberglass fishing boat just waiting for you to take out on the water. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com or stop by there at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills and tell them, hey, Chauncey sent me. Walt's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. Chauncey here. A couple of weeks ago, I was really fortunate and held a new Tatula MQLT line of spinning reels that was just released by Daiwa with new features like a one-piece monocoat frame, an air drive shaft so you don't feel any friction when you reel, and to that and more, the Tatula MQLT line of reels has a gear ratio from either like 5.8 to 6.2. So you can fish it as slow as you want or you can fish it as fast as you want. Stop in at your favorite tackle shop that carries the full line of Daiwa and hold that Tatula MQLT reel. Trust me, you won't leave the store without one. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile.
If you want to stay in the know on the latest outdoor news and information, go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors and like us and become one of the sportsmen in the know with Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information on advertising and sponsorships, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. That's chaunceymedia at aol.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one Lund and low dealer in the Midwest, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester at 31st and Wolf Road. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 11 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. Go to info at gpitaliano.com, diamondghostcharters.com for the true salmon experience on Lake Michigan. Rend Lake Area Tourism at rendlake.com, a little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. And by Daiwa, fishing reels, rods, and baits made of the highest quality and priced for everyone. I'm listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. Yeah, the bluegill boogie. When the bass ain't biting and the trout are gone, try the bluegill hey everybody, boogie. Everybody, hope you're you welcome back to Chauncey Great Outdoors here. And you know what? you got to plan to do something this weekend. Get out there and have some fun. Weather's going to be perfect. You can't go wrong. Uh, we're even going to be up uh, in the forest preserves at a rededication of the up in Barrington uh, for the Nature Center up there. There's lots of activity. But let's talk about the Aiden Fishing Report, sponsored by my buddies at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Papa, Dad, Sis, and I took a boat ride down the Muskegon and the salmon action seemed to slow down what the old guys told us. Anglers found some salmon in 40 to 100 feet of water down uh, in 70 to 150 feet of water. Okay, uh, that, that didn't make sense. Anglers found a few salmon 40 to 100 feet down, oh, in 70 to 150 feet of water. Okay, Aiden, sorry. Uh, look, my error, guys. Uh, glow plugs and glow spoons were the best things we tried down there. We moved to Grand Haven, and we saw lots of boats around the pierheads. Salmon action was a little bit better, but still some said it was slow. Fish were in 45 to 100 feet down in 90 to 180 feet of water. Glow plugs, spoons, and those meat rigs that mom won't let us use on the boat. Uh, salmon ag- action on the piers. We're casting some glow spoons early and late in the day. Uh, Uncle Tom didn't go fishing. He said he had to do some yard work, so I don't have any perch report from him. Looking forward to seeing you. Thanks much. We'll get you some more fishing reports for next week. Your fishing magician and pro fisherman in training, Aiden. Aiden is once again my grandson, and every week I get a report from him. Sponsored by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Hey, September 23rd, the 
Illinois Muskie Tournament Trail, uh, Mike Sewell Memorial Tournament is being held on the Fox Chain of Lakes. Uh, 50 boat maximum. Uh, if you want more information, Phil Gutman at muskie62 at comcast.net or give him a call at 847-204-8286. Everybody's leaving out of uh, Muskie Tales, uh, Time the Bite, located at 25855 West Route 173 in Antioch. As part of the big IMTT chain uh, that they're doing, and you definitely have to be, if you love muskie fishing, Entry fees $150 per person. Okay, give Phil a buzz. Once again, 847-204-8286. Let's talk about fishing. You know what? I'm getting confused. Lake Michigan, I know people that have caught pike, walleye, smallmouth, largemouth, sheephead, catfish. I mean, it's like we're going to catch a little bit of everything out of this lake, it seems like. I don't know why, but you know what? If we keep catching them, that's okay with me. <laughs> okay, Chain of Lakes, we're seeing reactivity on Antioch. Um, we, reporters that live up that way for me said white bass were good on blade baits. Uh, some on perch and wally were also doing a couple of fish. Lake uh, Delavan, we're seeing crappies suspending 20, 25 feet of water, about 15 feet down. Largemouth and walleye are both slow. Fox River, catfish. It's August is National Catfish Month. Get out there and catch some catfish. Uh, my buddy Daryl out of Green Lake in Wisconsin said, Chance, bluegill are in small groups and we're catching them in 8 to 15 feet of water or less. And they're holding tight to weeds, but we're having a great, great time. Uh, once again, we mentioned northern Wisconsin here. Uh, bluegill are very good. Perch are very, very good. Largemouth bass are also very good. Smallmouth are, eh, I would just rate them as good right now. Musky. Top water early and late in the day by the cabbage is where you want to be. Whoa, that was a quick segment. I hear the flute playing. Thanks for the producer for telling me that. But as always, I like to leave you with a Native American proverb, and this one's from the Arapaho Nation. It says, when we show our respect for other living things, they respond with respect for us. When we show our respect for other living things, they respond with respect for us. For us, the Arapaho Nation. How very true. Please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, or the fish we're catching, or the doves we're chasing. We're borrowing it all from our children's children's children. We'll see you next week right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. <laughs>